Hallelujah. This morning, there is a man in the Bible, unassuming man, who accomplished his prophetic word. I will use this man to preach, to fulfill our prophetic word. I am a man, a prophet. Paul said, I am an apostle and I magnify my office. I don't doubt that the unction of the prophet is on my life. I am not very intelligent, but I prophesy. Hallelujah. So whatever I say, take it. It will happen. Praise the Lord. Fulfilling your prophetic word. Prophecy comes for us to fulfill it. Now, not all prophecies are automatic. Sometimes it comes upon you and by the time you get up in the morning, it's by your gates. Other prophetic word, you have to take a definite move in order to fulfill them. So depending on your prophetic word, you must understand to bring it to pass. The whole word of God, the Bible, is prophecy. And when you read the Bible, make sure that you take a move to fulfill what God is saying concerning your life. So we can catch Ronwa. A dear Pianya me a cafao hono. Ye cladu says had the corona a bebem at the amount. Amen. Turn with me to Luke chapter 4, verse 18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captive and recovery of sight to the blind. To set a liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. This is a prophetic word prophesied by Isaiah the prophet in Isaiah chapter 61 about 700 years before Jesus was born a man a prophet called Isaiah stood up and prophesied that the spirit of the Lord is upon me he was prophesying about a man who has not yet surfaced on this earth and all of a sudden, a day came when a virgin Mary gave birth to this man called Jesus Christ. And Jesus went to a church and echoed this prophecy and said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. So when you are a poor person and you hear this word, you know the Bible is talking about you. Amen. Also, I am a woman. No, I am a woman. 
wasra me mu se me meka sempa no enkyere ehiafo se wo yi ohiani na wuti asem ya empo frim ho ane wahunu se okasafa wo hallelujah and said to to heal the broken hearted ona wo kuma kuma bubu obakikasi ani mu to preach deliverance to the captive, one na ourself for na fa omo eno mumno obema mu fa hudi. Entu waha nes ourself for na fa no mum eniema bebre asayi wabrabomwa etrese enano pei onyame bema u fa hudi. Your deliverance is here this morning. Then when a man in the Bible heard this words he was waiting a particular time and season to fulfill this prophecy so in mark chapter 10 verse 46 let's read mark chapter 10 verse 46 and they came to jericho Mark chapter 10 verse 46 and they came to Jericho and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people blind Bartimaeus the son of Timaeus sat by the highway side begging and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth he began to cry out and say Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more at great, a great deal, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, be of good comfort rise he called thee and he casting away his garment rose and came to jesus and jesus answered and said unto him why would i doubt that i should do unto thee the blind man said unto him lord that i might receive my sight and jesus said unto him go thy way thy faith has made thee whole and immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Amen. Now, this blind man, the Bible says, he sat by the highway begging. I don't know why he chose to sit by the highway. Imagine you're a beggar and you sit by NY to beg. Who will stop? But maybe the highway at that time, they were not using vehicles. So there were much many people passing now now this man was blind he couldn't see and he was a beggar and i believe that he heard that a man will come into life and that man when he comes he will open the eyes of the blind we will go through you understand but he means near so he was waiting a day to fulfill this prophecy. The one day, as he sat,
by the wayside. He heard a noise, and the noise was that a man called Jesus has come to Jericho. The man sat waiting. Then, when Jesus finished everything in Jericho, and he was leaving Jericho, and when the man heard Jesus is leaving Jericho by the way where he sat, the man began to cry out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And the people that were there were not merciful. They shouted on him, blind man, keep quiet. And the Bible says that the more they stopped him, he cried more. And Jesus stood and said, called him. And they called him and he was healed. Now, listen to me. Number one, you must understand your prophetic message. Whenever you receive prophecy, understand what it means. If you don't understand what it means by your prophetic word, it may come to pass, but you will never know it. Understand the word and identify yourself with the word. That very word. If it's talking about you. And this is what this man did. He understood that whenever he meets Jesus, the blind can see. And he identified himself with the prophecy. That, that saith the Lord, the blind man shall see. And I am a blind man. I am waiting for that day the Messiah will pass. And then I will receive my sight. I am a blind man. I am not lying. I am a blind man. Be sincere of yourself. If you are poor, you are poor. If you are blind, you are blind. Don't say, I am not blind, but you are blind. Identify yourself with the word. That is the first step to receive your prophetic word. Identify yourself with the word. I remember one day, around 1988, 89, one day, uh, 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 daddy called me and said, I OP International. I said, eh, eh, OP International. It was a prophecy. Immediately, I faced myself. So when I was going to open accounts for email, I used the OP International. And somebody had picked it already. So I added another P, OPP International. It was deliberate in order to fulfill my international ministry. It means when daddy said it, 
I face my life into it. So everything of mine became OPP International. But then I did not even cross Togo. Amen. That is how when you receive prophetic word, you face yourself in. So Bartimaeus faced himself in. People were then that day were begging for money. But Bartimaeus was not looking for money that day. You were looking for a sight. Today, I know you are looking for your breakthrough. And it's here for you in the name of Jesus. Number two, when you hear this, you take advantage of every opportunity that comes on your way. You see, when you want to become a great man, it is not in the vacuum. That today, I want to be a great man, you become a great man. No, no, no. A great woman and overnight, you become a great woman. You, it is an advantage. Opportunity God gives to all of us. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. Give me that. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 7. And I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. Now listen to me. Opportunities come our way. If we see a woman or a man who is 70 years old and poor, he had ever been a millionaire before. There's no man in this world who have never been a millionaire before when he's 70 years. God is like that. He is not, God is not partial. God does not discriminate. He gives opportunity to all. But the thing is that only few see it. Only few. Only few. God is not a liar. He said, time and chance happen to them so it's no matter of who you are, whether you can run or you cannot run. It's not to the shift. It's not to this. It's not to that. But time and chance happen to them all. It means that a day comes in your life. What you have not seen before, it comes on your way. But we don't see. We don't see. Opportunity. Or say, enna. Enna so in this life look for opportunities that will make you great if you want to do small 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 tomorrow to be big by the time you get to 60 years and you are getting small you will receive a note from senate that you are on retirement prepare one day, a man, I visited a man, and he said, young man, pastor, I don't want the thing that befell me to come upon you. I worked for the government for 35 years, and my entitlement was 12,500 cities. Look at me. It's not because of my children. How would I be? Pastor! Plan your life well. 
So you say you want to make sure no. It won't work. Let me tell you who has ever been better and lived properly with his salary in Ghana here. Raise your hand. It has never happened. And it all happened. But it takes God to open opportunity for you to overturn and conquer and overthrow everything that militates against your life. It takes God. He gives you open door opportunity. And when you go through all of a sudden, everything changes. Opportunities. This man was sitting there waiting. One day, this prophecy will come. And the day came, it was an opportunity for him. And he heard that people were talking. He could not see, but he could hear. Then he started screaming. When Jesus passed, Jesus, Jesus, heal me. Jesus, touch me. Jesus, do this. Jesus, bless me. Have mercy on me. And they were passing. They got to where Batimiosa. And the man was laughing. I said, hey, hey, today too, this one won't pass. And he started screaming. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now, I got to know that Bartimaeus knew about Jesus because the way he described him. Now, if somebody in the congregation called, get up and say, Emmanuel, call me upon, I know he comes from my village. Because they alone described me like that. So, but he meant to say, Jesus, if you don't even understand, you are a son of David. He described him. Because that time, we don't joke. You don't think of your mistakes. You do everything possible for Jesus' attention to come to you. When you come to church, do everything possible to draw the attention of God to yourself. That is why, don't look at the congregation. Don't look at anybody. Look at yourself. When you are worshiping, others are reading their notes and what's happening. Forget about them. Draw the attention of God to yourself. And share your being here was sorry. I bet she will be for you. For when you turn your mind opportunities i i i know naturally i am weak naturally if we say we should go i can't go with you but i always look for opportunities i remember one day one of my mothers in Accra called me and said osofo bra and clancycia never heard you prepare i was thinking tampo i said mama what is happening also the fakai and the bra clancycia and you know the man he was talking about? A scientist professor who is need to advise him. I came 
overnight, I sat in a bus. Arrived in the morning, I went to their bungalow. I said, Daddy, what is going on? Eh, you know, you know this, you know that, you know that. He had gone to take some concussion, spiritual concussion from a woman. A bottle with a cross inside. A wooden cross inside a bottle. And he said, the woman said to help him. I said, Daddy, you're a scientist. Proof, how can you put a cross in a small bottle? Proof, if you prove it, I'll go back. I said, no, it takes a spiritual. It cannot be proved. I said, huh. Then you are being deceived. I talked to him. I did this. And he said, hey, my son, thank you. My eyes are open. I said, give him the thing. He brought it. I destroyed it. And went back to Kentucky. Now, who is me to face a professor? If not God, so I always take opportunity. It was opportunity for me, for the professor to believe in me. And since that day, he became my son. <laughs> and he calls me daddy. I'm talking about spiritual son. You see, so, so in life, some people, they don't need this opportunity because they were born on the hilltop. But when you are born in a valley, you will look for opportunities. Hallelujah. Do you understand? Jesus' life. I saw that this man was, Jesus was very intelligent. Anytime he had opportunity, he used it. Though he was the son of God. So men and women, here present, hearing my voice, never lose opportunity the opportunity they don't come open they come on a zooming why i am here today but not last month why this morning but not last morning it means that this day have been appointed for you it's an opportunity to hear and to act and receive your breakthrough <laughs> hallelujah the third thing is that develop the ability to hear what you need. What is needed for you is what you must hear. If you don't do that, you waste all your energy on useless things. Develop the ability to hear what you need alone and forget those things you don't need. A lot of people have become poor because they waste their time listening to unnecessary news. I saw a mason on a scarf of a little radio by him listening to NDC MPP fighting. I said, you, you are far away from blessing. He had a small radio while he was working, he was listening to politics. I said, look at you. Unnecessary things you're listening to. Some people are professional talkers. They go home from radio to radio. They call themselves something. I ask them, what word do they do? Argument on Joy FM, Peace FM, OK FM, Huan Huan FM, Huan Huan New FM. And all that they do is talk. 
and they know that Ghanaians, about 80% of Ghanaians listening to unnecessary talking. Will I give you bread and better? So why do you listen to them? If they hear that Ghanaians are not listening to them, they will stop. But they know you have no work to do. <laughs> and they turn up and saw the church. That the church are cheating, duping people. What about you? I'm asking them. They listen. And when they hear the word of God, they close their ears. But things that will not help them is what we're listening to. You go to their houses and their TV is Pragya. Pretending Indians to be uh, Akan people. And the whole nation is grew to Pragya. Has it added anything to your life since seven years you're listening to Pragya? Amen. I said the whole world have Ghana have ceased. A perverse nation. Always listening to useless things. And they honor sin. Hallelujah. In the midst of this, stand out and decide to listen to what will help your life. But the mayor sat there, and many people passed talking. He never paid attention to them. Others were gossiping. Others moved their, their animals to the market to sell. He said, me, a blind man, what do I need this thing for? And then all kind of talking. He did not pay attention. But one day, a better talking that would change his life. He heard it and reacted. I want you to react to anything that is good for you. He heard that Jesus was passing. He said, many years I've been waiting here for this news. He came to preach to the poor. I am poor. He came to preach to the blind. I am blind. They are afflicted. I am afflicted. I am in bondage because I cannot see. Today is my deliverance. He screamed, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Shame. What about a child like this? Hallelujah. Anytime you develop the ability to hear the things that you need, you will hear more things that will help you. Jesus said, be careful of what you hear. Because it can undo you or do you. So anything you hear good news, God will give you more. When you hear bad news, he will give you more bad news for you to believe a lie. I pray that you will listen to things 
that will help you. Hallelujah. And near my Babuano, and no Nauti, who be radio, ne can near my papa, a Babuawa, Nauti, who be radio, ne near my air can and foul hot. Tum and your force. No man, the bitching, my dear, no more. People open television and criticize. Hey, this prophet, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free, I'm you are interested that is why you open to that channel every day and when you finish you pretend you don't like and criticize do not force your hand to open to that channel is the remote for them is the television for them so why are you criticized if you don't watch how do you know confused. You open your ears to everything. Why won't we confuse? Listen to only things that will help your life. the spirit of resistance to public opinion and pressure you are going to marry your family said for us you will not marry this tribe tell them over the bar I will marry if God wants you to marry. Hey! Pastor, are you bringing rebellion to our families? Listen to me. The heaven and the earth is of the Lord. And the fullness thereof. And the people that dwell in, they are all of the Lord. Why are you discriminating? And the thing is that, the, the, the hometown is too far. When there is a funeral, we cannot attend. I'm asking you, when your son went to Italy and brought all the Dibroni, were you not happy? So, old lady, a white lady, and your son went to uh, Europe and brought a white lady who is about 58 years old, and your son is 24. When he came, hey, Kajel has married a white lady. I am asking if there is a funeral in Italy, can you go? Can you go there? Shame unto you. We buy free boligatanga. Everybody takrade. We see a kwawa. Boligat to takrade. I cry to Italy, which is far. Unnecessary traditions. And they will block your blessing. What God has ordained for you. With your ignorance and tradition, they will stop you and you will miss your opportunity. But today, I brought a revolution, a resistance against your opinion. If only it will help you, go in. One day, you will be their savior. When I was about to marry, 
Don't come because when you come, you put a lot of pressure on me. I have to have a hotel and get you food. I don't have money, so don't come. Don't come. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Don't come. If you come, I don't have money to take care of you. The Lord of Hell is hard. So even don't come, I don't need you there. And they did not. And today, their hands are up. One day they saw my wife on television. They picked her city and roaming house to have. Hey, If I marry a Kambonga, will she appear on television? <laughs> Such resistance against evil opinions. They will resist you because. They don't understand. But shut up. You are a blind man. The man didn't agree. I said, hey, if you were in my shoes, you understand blindness. Today we don't say blindness. We call them visual impaired. You see, don't try to scientifically modify the thing. Blind is blind. So that they can be healed. When you say visually impaired, he's happy because he's just impaired. But he's not impaired, he's blind. That thing is good. He can't see. So that it will hit him hard for him to look for solution and look for God for a deliverance. But you modify the thing like it is okay for me. Hello, are you here? Am I communicating? Then giving a shout of praise. Anybody in the Bible check who succumb to pressure fee? Check Elon fee because people put pressure on him and made God for them. Come to Moses, pressure. Pressure, he hit the rod. He was speaking to he failed. Pressure, they went to John the Baptist. Pressure on him. Are you the Messiah? Or say you can't put pressure on me to accept that. Or say you look like a Messiah, say you are the Messiah and we'll follow you. They say, No, I am not the Messiah. Pressure, pressure come upon some of the people, a young one who are coming up. Pressure, the congregation put pressure. You are a man of God. You are a man of God. You can preach more than your pastor. You can preach more. When you are preaching, we like it more than pastor. Pressure, pressure, pressure. The all of a sudden, you see the, the shoulders like this. And you come with Agwada that day to church. And you walk like this. Man of God. What's here? I see you after church. After church. After church. Then after church. Cora and group in the church. They will go to this man and say, the way pastor is not giving you opportunity to preach or form your own church. That's what they do. And you see him, when church is praying on Friday, they're on a football park, also praying. Why? Because he could not resist the pressure of the people. And after seven years, 
you will see that young man begging. He has fallen. He has slept with about seven of the women. Because that role he took, you need a man who had grace to resist that temptation. But the grace of God was not upon you. And you fell. Young man, listen. When you go to the mountain to pray, and you see a vision, that does not mean you should descend from the mountain and form your church. Pressure, opinion of the people. But the man didn't agree. Say, me today is today. If I don't get this man here, I don't know when Jesus will come to Jericho on this road again. He screamed. And he was called. And the same people say, Oh, <laughs> your man, your man, be comforted. He's calling you. You see, if we don't force her there, the same people will turn and say, Useless man, you use all your money for women. Meanwhile, it's them, you give it to them. That is why I have something. I, you see, when you are there and you see for call, call your man, sir. Uh, your mother, I'm calling from Piancy, my hometown. Piancy, in Bosomche District, Kontanas. My address is far because the village. Amen. Amen. Then I need to send that is something happening in the village. Kwajo Mensa, can you send some 2000 to us? Tell Mama, Mama, it is not in my budget. I have not budgeted for 2000 to solve something. If the money is not there, you solve it. You solve it. I say, hey, pastor. You see? You see? It's pressure. They know you will give every day. So they'll call anyhow, anytime. Somebody called me and said, pastor, I need you right now. I'm dying. Can you come? I say, hey, it's only God alone that appears like that. Human beings know. Amen. Human being don't appear like that. Do you know what I'm doing? I say I should come right now. No. For you to set a trap on the way for me. No way. I will come on my own time. If you will die, I cannot even save you. And prayer too, I don't need to be there. I can pray for you from here. So why should you force me to come? Pressure. After two days, I went. But sometimes, now we hope, 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 Finally, the man cast all his garments out because the old garment could not help him. I want you to cast away all the old ideas. When you are coming to church, come to church empty, desiring, poor in spirit, desiring to receive. Don't come with the nose you have prepared. I went to a speaker at the full gospel. 
That's what they do. So let me say it. If we're a football member, you change it. After I have finished my testimony, powerful, they said evaluation. They were going to, uh, going to assess what I said. I sat there and looked at them. Some who are taking beer. Coming to assess spiritual man. Hey, pastor, you have done this. And you have done that. And you have done that. And you have done that. You brought this thing first. It shall go to the last. I say, hey, hey. Is that how you are? Me and you finish. Because they brought their ideas into the hall. Somewhere, somewhere psychologists. So say they psychologically analyze my testimony. You see, oh, you come to church, remove all those things, as you will never be blessed. I've been telling people, hospital, they are good. And I go to hospital. I see my doctor. The time to come. I go for general checkups to see the toxic and this and keep them out. But at the end of the day, it's God who will give you a divine health. So cast that when somebody sees somebody's praying, hey church, everybody is sick. Instead of going to hospital, the pastor say, Come out, come out, come out. I am telling you, I, I tell you, can can ingestion cast demons? One day Jesus went to a church and saw a lady 18 years bang like this. I said, Kai, look at the daughter of Abraham. The devil had held her for 18 years. Woman be straightened immediately he was straightened I am sure they were, he were preparing her for surgery can surgery straighten that a man was sick he said he was going for surgery I said it's not, it's, it's not sickness it's a spirit it's a spirit don't go for any surgery they went to the anesthetist to do some checkup and he told them that he wanted to go for surgery he said hey who stopped you the one who stopped you has saved you. Like you'll be paralyzed forever. It's not sickness, it's how you were born. That one, do you need a, a surgery? You need divine repair. You need supernatural mechanic to fit. Your boy joint that is broken off. So that you can be able human being. Cast away the fruit. Don't fornicate and come and sit in the church. And hoping God will forgive you. One day, Mr. Ace will meet you. And that will be your end. You go to heaven with HIV. Cast away the thing that weighs you down. And follow Jesus. The man cast away his clothing. Because the clothing were dirty. And let me tell you. Whenever you sit at one place for 10 years. Without washing your clothes. The sweat, the dust, and everything will mix together. And when people see you afar, it's like you have eye on it. And the crow becomes heavy. So Batimio saw that he could not run with it. He said, Charlie, I'm gonna you stay there. And ran to Jesus. 
May you cast away every weight that Israel be set to and follow Jesus. May the Lord God Almighty lift you up, empower you for you to fulfill your destiny. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you all. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. Shall we invite our vice? I will come in for ministration after us. God bless you. Hallelujah. The other has changed. Praise the Lord. Thank you. When I entered, Mama, I saw something. All of a sudden, I was moved into a, a, a bank of a river. And as I stand, I stood, I saw flood coming. And the Lord said, that is the, the love, the flood of love. Where you are going to stand, a lot of people are hurt and broken. But tell them, from today, I'm going to love them more than ever. The flood of love is coming. And God is going to love you more than ever. And because of that, every broken thing shall be repaired. Shall be fixed once again. In the name of Jesus, receive this ministration. It's going to be fixed. In Jesus' name. Friday, I told you, I have seven people. What God is going to raise mightily. Then the Lord said, it's seven. But can you give them the opportunity? Because the seven that will come, some of them will not be having faith. They just move. But people will come, and the one who is not part of the seven you think, will rather receive. So if even they are hundred, I'll see through the seven. But you don't know the seven I'll choose. So allow them. I said, not because... I need money for anything. But I am going to bless them with finances. So I'm expecting them to test me with finances. And then I will bless them. Then, I, this is not the Lord. But I think that when you want God to bless you with finances, I think if you can go beyond cities, it's better. And give you dollars. One day I came to Accra here to do a house dedication for someone. I finished and said, Prof, you know what? I want God to bless me with dollars. So the money I will give to you, I have changed into dollars. Take a thousand dollars. Take it because from now, I want to use dollars only. And he gave me thousand dollars. He should have given me equivalent to see this. But I said, no, I'm going to change into dollars. I say, hey, this man had faith. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is it. I say, Lord, I said, let them sow. You see, this seed is not a seed one to go to many years ago. It's small. I want a program. God said, let them give this. Now from this, this will happen. But 
if you are part, you believe you are part of this seven, don't worry where you stand. You are going to sow seed of two hundred dollars. Say two hundred dollars. I know you wanted me to talk about thousand five. No, I didn't hear that. But it's two hundred, 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 two, two papers, hundred. If you are, I know you don't have it here. But next Sunday when you are coming to church, come and put it here and test the Lord. And for dollars, by the grace of God, you will receive them. Yesterday, I ran in the evening, a man called me and Sam from the U.S. I said, Daddy, you know how for me when I call you, I'm giving you trouble. I said, bring your troubles, I'm ready. There is a young man by me. I said, young man by you, what is wrong? I have told him about you. That I for you, when you open your mouth, something happens. Because that happened to me. He had married for two years and there's no seed. I said, give it to him. I said, you're married two years and you are crying. Just two years. Nothing has happened. And I told him, you're married, listen to me. By next yesterday, next year, you will be holding your baby boy. And it will happen. I want to Sunyani to preach. A young man have a woman pregnant, about to give birth. I said, young man, where is your wife? Because we know the wife. So he's in the congregation. But he's expecting every moment from today. So he came into the car. We moved together and I was praying for him. I said, lady, you will give birth on Saturday, baby boy. And name him Kwame. Because I'm Kwame. And they kept quiet. You know why they kept quiet? They didn't say amen. Do you know why they kept quiet? They have done two scanning. And it's a baby girl. So when I say baby boy, they kept quiet. But D4 had backfired. Then on Friday night, he called. Prof, my wife is in labor. I said, what labor that is that? I said, Saturday, you are going to give birth on Friday. God forbid. I postponed the contraction to tomorrow morning. So your wife will suffer. Contraction. I extended it above 12 a.m. So that Saturday will come. And it's happened. Around 2 p.m., she gave birth to a baby boy. So I'm asking you a question. Is that the two scanning that lie? Or God who is able to do all things? Change it! God, eh? You, we, sometimes we don't believe him. That's why. So, so beloved. This testimony is you can go to their church in town and ask, is there? I will exaggerate. It happened like that. So, if you are one of them, please come quick. 